Welcome, lovey, to the Coming Out Gold podcast, where I help you realize you don't need anyone's permission to start living the life of your dreams. You can start where you are with what you have. I'm Coach Tammy, and my goal is to help you come out gold by teaching you how to get clear on what matters most, ignite what sets your soul on fire, and then make a strategic plan to live the life of your dreams. It is time, and you are worthy. So let's do this. Welcome back, lovies, to episode 25 of the Coming Out Gold podcast. Well, today we are going to talk about some steps that we can take to stop believing lies and start telling ourselves the truth. But before I do that, I want to circle back to last week's episode, Call to Action. Episode 24 was all about what I learned from facing my fears and how those simple three steps can be tools you put in your toolbox too to do the same thing. And they were simple, right? It was acknowledge what it is you fear, consider where that fear is rooted, and then just take a breath and take a step in the direction of that fear. Because what I've learned in all my trips around the sun is that when we move towards fear, it shrinks. And when we move away from it, it gets bigger, kind of like the beam on a flashlight, right? The closer you are to the bulb, the narrower the light is, and the further away it expands. So that's what we need to do to kick it in the face, as I like to say, and move on with our lives, y'all. Today, this episode is going live on April 12th, 2022. And guess what, y'all? That is my birthday. If you guess this number, you are spot on. I am officially 546 years old today. Yep, that's right. That's me. That's me. I want to do something a little fun for my birthday, but I'm going to talk about that at the end of the episode. So hang tight till the end. So I can share that with you, but today I want to go ahead and start diving in because I am so ready for all women to stop believing the lies we believe and to start telling ourselves the truth. According to an article from Harvard Business Review, you know, that light reading we all do in our lives, confirmation bias is the human tendency to search for, favor, and use information that confirms one's pre-existing views on a certain topic. It goes by other names such as cherry picking or my side bias, or just insisting on doing whatever it takes to win your argument. I know it may seem weird. Like, why are you talking about this, Tammy? Because who cares about the Harvard Business Review? But I want to talk to you because I was watching a show the other day that just blew my mind. And it is on the History Channel because right when you're 546 years old, you watch the History Channel. I was watching a show called The Lost Gold of the Aztecs. I think I was like a dog, you know, that hears a sharp sound and cocks its head to the side. I was watching these three different teams who all believe they are on the trail to finding the lost gold that the Aztecs buried before the Spanish conquistadors came in and took it over. And I just kept thinking to myself, wait a minute, you three teams, and a lot of it's like family, like some of these people have been searching for this gold for generations. It's so bizarre and also fascinating. Each of the three teams have a completely different idea of where this gold is buried. Well, I'm just going to say that's probably not possible because it was one event in history that's based in facts and those Aztecs they did something with their gold, but they didn't do three different things that had no commonalities amongst each other. Like that, that's not a thing. It's just not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the families that are on the show, Lost Gold of the Aztecs, because at least two of you have to be wrong. It's only two episodes in y'all. So it's not like it's so deep into the season. But as I watched them, 
each would go up to their next place where they were going to search for the gold and they would find, say, a rock. And they would be like, oh my gosh, look at this. This proves the Aztecs were here. And I'm like, does it though? Or does it just prove that there was a rock there? And then people are like, oh my gosh, we're on the track of the gold. Look at this piece of pottery I found. Okay, fact, that pottery can actually, actually be linked to the Aztecs. But also fact, the Aztecs were known to be in that area. So no one's surprised there's pottery there. That does not mean there's gold there. And as I watched and I watched and I watched, because I'm not going to turn my eye away because now I'm fascinated on who's right and who's wrong and why they keep selecting these most random things. What I realized is this entire show is confirmation bias on blast, y'all, on blast, because these people are determined to find this treasure, they're treasure hunting. And so their eyes are looking for evidence that what they're doing is right, that they are on the right path, making their way to this very old hidden gold stash. And you know what? We do the same, that we as women, we do the same. It's true. In my work, I have found that women are so quick to point out their flaws and failings with harsh judgment. We weaponize confirmation bias against ourselves because we only search for evidence of what we lack or what's wrong with us, our flaws and our failures certainly are not enoughness. We can confirm that so much, but we need to stop this cycle and learn to be women who see ourselves clearly and fairly women who accept that there are areas in our life where we need to do some work without judgment and celebrate our beauty and goodness with a humble confidence, not like you're too big for your britches, but like with a humble confidence that you know who you are, you know your inherent value, and that's it, period, because that is everything right there. It's everything. Because confirmation bias exists in all of us, let's just deal with it. We're just going to face it head on. If we're going to absolutely insist on driving forward this false narrative with confirmation bias on our flaws, then it's time we start giving some attention and telling the truth about our goodness, 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 because wishful thinking isn't going to get us where we want to go, right? It's not. But unfortunately, as women, we are taught to only use it to look for our flaws. And I literally want to put a pin in that more like a machete, but you know, we're just, we're going to be nice and we're just going to put a pin in it. We have to start looking for information to disprove the false narrative that we have. The reality is we do have a villain that's fighting against us. And the weapon of choice I find in most women's life is self-judgment. The noises of the world are constantly telling us we don't measure up. Then we hold a 10X magnifier to our flaws and we can barely spot our own magic. Even if we used a pair of binoculars, it's unfair to continue to paint ourselves with such skewed perceptions. We can't listen to the voices that tell us negative things and not be willing to see that there is goodness in us. We can't continue to listen to the voices that tell us negative things about ourselves because then what happens is we carry those forward and then we're constantly looking for proof that they are true. We even tell others that they are true. Let's go back to that podcast we did on about accepting compliments. We tell people they're wrong when they tell us something nice about us, y'all. That's not okay. We've got to stop that. What if we looked for counter evidence? What if we set our environment up to align with truth? 
many of the people who spoke these lies to us that we believe that started us on this rabbit trail of false narrative writing, they no longer have the privilege of being in our lives, yet we still carry their hate speech with us every single day. I believe we have to stop this. And I believe that because I believe the truth is women want to feel like they are enough, good enough, smart enough, brave enough, capable enough. They want to see their efforts making a difference in the world and more importantly, in the lives of those they love. They want meaning in their lives and they want to stop feeling like they are constantly falling short because that is exhausting. Many of the clients I work with have a challenge that we discover is actually rooted in an identity problem. They've spent so long writing these false narratives, they've lost the ability to see the truth of who they are now. I've spent years living under the false narrative that trauma created, and it was a real challenge to find anything I found good about myself. And what I know is that if, if I can learn to rewrite my false narratives after decades of doing this dance, you can do the same in your life. And I want to help you develop the ability to see clearly and without judgment so that you can make decisions with clarity and ease. And in today's episode, I will offer a simple plan to help you learn to break this pattern so you can learn to tell yourself the truth. My goal is that you will allow yourself to be aware and impartial. I will hope that you will find evidence that proves your inherent value, which will change the way you approach your life. Implement this plan and you will learn to be less judgmental towards yourself. Open your eyes to see new narratives, become confident in your strengths and create a bank of evidence for future challenges. Confirmation bias is commonly used to drive our decided narrative forward. It trains us to tell ourselves lies. And when we learn to train our brain to tell the truth, yes, that means the good truth, the bad truth, the ugly truth, the truth we keep hidden, the truth we shove under a rug, all of the truths, we can begin to live with clarity and break free from this false narrative that keeps us playing small. I willingly confess that my faith is foundational to my existence and that my relationship with Jesus matters most to me in the world. But I can also admit that organized religion has done a lot of damage in our world because they've used confirmation bias to write a new narrative that suits their purposes. None of us survived the last couple of elections without understanding that confirmation bias was driving the bus. And if you watch the show uh, Social Dilemma, you understand that you're fed what you believe so that you can't see that there's another side. And then all of a sudden, these crazy stories keep happening and the ball's just kind of rolling downhill, gaining momentum, and none of it's actually true. We've just decided, oh, look, there's something that tells me I'm right. And these other people are bad. We all know this exists. We all live in a world where it's weaponized and we all have the power to make a different choice by opening our minds, taking a breath, realizing that maybe everything you believe isn't always true. And even if it's true for you, that doesn't mean it's true for every other human being on the planet. Because facts aren't always truth, and our mind will often reject them anyway in favor of sticking to what they believe to be true. I've taught enough classes with women and worked with enough women that I know they can list their flaws in little to no time. But when asked to rattle off their best traits, there are long pauses. There are sometimes tears. 
We shouldn't have to work this hard to call out the beauty that's in our souls. And heaven knows we need to be able to see both equally, fairly, and kindly. I was listening to a podcast from Donald Miller the other day, and he had a man on, David Novak, who was like, I don't know, a big CEO for the company that owns like KFC and Taco Bell and all those places. He said that self-awareness is the ability to understand and accept reality. Y'all, we all need to be walking in self-awareness. I say it here on every episode that awareness is the foundation of all that we do in the world because we can't build a solid foundation on a bed of lies. We can't. We can only build it when we're seeing things clearly. Now, for some people out there, this will make you freak out. Like the idea that you have to actually look at the truth and accept reality that maybe it's not perfect. You have to take off your rose-colored glasses and you have to deal with reality. Like that's really hard. So I want to hold space for you to feel that way. But also I want to challenge you to get out of that spot. Just get yourself up out of that spot because that doesn't lead us anywhere. Self-awareness is what leads us to greatness. So what's the process for changing this narrative? Step one is to tell the truth in equal measure. I think of it like a celebrity. Some of them are told early on, don't get stuck in what the critics say, or don't get stuck in what the accolades are, because either is going to swing the pendulum a little too far. Either don't let either matter or let them matter equally so that they balance each other out. I was working with a client the other day and I referred to like the scales of justice. We keep all the ugliness, just piling it on, piling it on, piling it on, piling it on. So the scale is like so tipped the wrong way, but we just, we don't take the time to add the goodness to the other side so that we can equal it out. Because the reality is as human beings, we have both goodness and flaws. We have both light and darkness. That's just humanity. None of us are perfect. So step one is to tell yourself the truth in equal measure and just be willing to sit with it. Again, that's not about making changes. It's just about telling yourself the truth. Then I want you to look for evidence, not opinions. Now, this is a big one because most of us count the evidence that other people have given us. It's the shoulds. It's the expectations. It's the you should do this. And why didn't you do this? It's all the countless things that we are handed that are about opinions. We need to start looking for evidence, not opinions. Say you wreck your car, okay? That's a fact. The car has been wrecked. You could say, oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. I cannot believe that I didn't see the deer coming from across the side of the road and I hit the deer, which makes me a terrible person because I hit an animal and now my car is damaged and I have to pay for it because it wasn't an accident where somebody else was at fault. So it's not my insurance going to pay for it. That means my things are going to go up, which means I'm going to, and then I'm going to, like, it's just this spiral, right? where it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And it's all your fault because basically you're a bad human being. When the reality is you had an accident because a deer ran out of the woods into your space so quickly that you had no choice. And that had you had a choice and had you seen the animal standing at the side of the road, you would have slowed down to make sure you didn't hit it because you're a good person. Evidence, not opinions. You've got to start looking for that in order to disrupt the pathology of false narratives. The third step in the process is keep a list of proof of these truths. 
I've said here before that one of my favorite podcasts is In the Light with Dr. Anita Phillips. And during the month of March, she did a series on women because it was Women's History Month, obviously. And she did a series on women. And at the end of every episode, she asked her guests, complete this statement four times. And the statement was, I am. And so they would say, I am brave. I am strong. I am kind. Like they would list four things about themselves that they are. And the last one that they did, the lady, I was like, yes, please. She said, I am a force, right? Y'all like, I want us to get there. I want us to get to the point where we as women feel so strong and confident in our strengths and our abilities and our wisdom and our capabilities that we proudly and easily can say, I am a force. I struggled with it when she first popped it out there. I was like, Ooh, that makes me feel some kind of way, but that's because I've spent my whole life looking for evidence of what I'm not. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I don't believe for one second that that challenge is unique to me or that you don't relate to it. Because I think if you're a woman living in this world in a patriarchal society, you're going to struggle with it too. The reality is we judge our perceived failures with intense harshness, but we don't celebrate our success. I was working with a client recently and I challenged her that every night before she went to bed, she listed one success from her day. And it could be anything. There was no bar set for what was a success because it's personal. Here's what I know to be true. When we seek out truth of our value, we will find it. And when we find it, we will approach the world differently. We no longer have to live with our fist ups, ready to defend ourselves. We no longer have to live in a position of smallness because we've been told to be small. We no longer have to pretend to be invisible because we want to be seen. It shifts everything on its axis. And I believe we can't become the women we're meant to be if we don't start telling ourselves the truth. I think this is huge, y'all. We can't make choices and decisions on where our life should go if we can't see the truth that's standing in front of us. And I believe you know this is true because we've all been in situations where we made a decision based on the false narrative we were writing and it didn't take us where we wanted to be. Shakaruni. Yep. It didn't take us to where we wanted to be. We've all been in this situations. We have, we look for what we want to find. So what I'm asking you to do is to stop looking for things that feed the false narrative that you've been living under and start allowing yourself to look for things that point to a new way, a better way, a different pathology where you tell the truth, addressing anything that needs to be addressed, because the truth is we're going to see some things that are broken or that aren't right that we need to take care of. And also we're going to see the times when we are basically magical unicorns, living our best lives, being good human beings. I want you to keep a record of your I am statements because when the false narrative comes up, And it will, because you've trained your whole life to let it run the show and it's not going to behave right when you try to flip the script. I want you to keep that list of I am statements so that you can go back to them and remind yourself of the truth of who you are and what strengths you have. And also if you have areas that you need to do work in, do some work. And I'll remind you again, I understand this battle to end the false narratives that drive the decisions we make and replace it with an honest, objective, clear-minded narrative. It's not going to be easy. 
It's not. If you'll tell yourself the truth, look for evidence, not opinions, and keep a list of proof, I think you're going to see a big turnaround. I think you are capable of amazing things. I do. And I think you're strong enough to face the good, the bad, and the ugly about yourself. As usual, I have made you a freebie to help support you in this. So if you use the link in the show notes below, it'll bop you over to my website where you can download a free I am journal. In the beginning of this podcast, I let you guys know that the day this episode goes live, it's my birthday where I'm 546 years old. For my birthday, I am going to give you a 10% discount off your six-month coaching package. You can go to my website, rscoachandstrategist.com, book a session or buy a package. And in there in the note, just let me know that you heard on episode 25 that it was my birthday special. And this offer of 10% off a six-month package, coaching package with me is valid through the entire month of April. So whether you make it today as the episode airs or you make it on the last day of the month, I'll still honor it. Just remember to put that note in the comments. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for being awesome, for being willing to show up for yourselves, to tell the truth and to just start writing a narrative that's true so that you can move in the direction of your dreams. I can't wait for you guys to come back next week because we are going to talk about how your environment impacts your life. So stay tuned for that. Come back, do all the things y'all. Please share the episode. Please leave it a review. Please tell your friends about it. Please, please, please share it. Do all the things. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Coming Out Gold podcast. I am so thankful for you. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram or Facebook at Coming Out Gold Podcast. Those links are down below in the show notes for you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and leave it a review. You can also share it on your social media and tag me. And maybe you'll even get a shout out here on a future episode. Until next week, remember, I'm Coach Tammy and I am in it with you always.